DMVR Buffs Prime Time on a Friday. You know the vibes. Um, RK, Dre, and back on the show after receiving a master's degree from UC <laughs> Twerkley yesterday. <laughs> Alyssa on the ones and twos. Uh, and then, of course, um, Jake, a.k.a. Steve Twerkle, still out in Hawaii. <laughs> But I gotta say, his his Twitter feed is he is he's working. Right he's spit knowledge on. Well, there, dude, so. he ha he's been out. You know, he's been off the grind for. He's missing it. Damn near a month. Yeah, he's missing it hard. <laughs> he, well, he, he he's ready. He's ready to get back in he in is. the mix. Ready he to is. get back in the trenches. It's true, we're ready for him. And we're ready for more transfers, baby. Oh, Let's boy. go. It never ends. Let's go. It never sleeps. Um, this one is interesting. Yeah, because today, uh, God, there are so many similar names. Jack Bailey. Yep. He of Kent State, of course, former uh, school of Sean Lewis, yep. announced that he is transferring to Colorado. And this is, first of all, awesome. Um, more talent. I, I really appreciate having more guys in the room who have played for Sean Lewis. Yeah, and he looks big, but he weighs in at 280 or 290, I think, is the most recent update. And it's interesting to me because that feels like exactly what they want out of these offensive linemen. I think it's one of the reasons why you see um, Coach Lewis prioritize height so much mm -hmm. because he's he doesn't want them to carry a lot of weight. So you so you you see what I'm saying? You get to still be big in terms of your reach and all of this. But nimble and but mobile. Light enough to get out there and run, you know, like he wants them to do. So Jack Bailey enters the point. fold today and throws a real wrench in what we were starting to feel like an offensive line that was coming together. And Dre, this yeah. comes on the heels, uh, not on the heels, but we haven't even seen a, a, a guy like. Landon Beebe in the mix, Isaiah Jada in the mix. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of guys that are now in the mix for a spot that only has five positions. I think we can pencil in or even Sharpie in Van Wells at center. I think you can sharp. I think so, huh? Actually, I was about to say you could Sharpie in Savion Washington. I don't even think you can do that. Uh-uh. Um, so you I think you can Sharpie in Van Wells at center. I really do. Where's Landon Beebe play? He's a guard. Yeah. So I now mean, they're absolutely stacked at guard. Friend of the show, Tyler Brown, put on notice. Jack Wilty, Iowa kid, who was a transfer. We saw playing at right guard mm -hmm. with the ones when we were there. Big time put on notice. I don't know, man. I kind of feel like Van Wells might have been put on notice here, too. Why? Who's gonna Who's gonna move inside? Could be TB. Mm. So intelligent, he is. But he, I mean, he said like ah, I've kind of started maybe working a little on what what center would look like because you know he wants to be able to play everything. But see, so yeah. I I I read this differently than you. I don't necessarily think Tyler Brown was put on notice. Um, I think that that that's still his spot. Uh, he's one of the few guys that has been in his spot the whole spring. Um, some other guys have been, you know, experimented with, um, but like 
It's familiarity with the offense, though. It is. That's and that is a huge advantage that Jack Bailey is going to come in. He also has earned the trust of Sean Lewis, right? He started for him two years at left guard. Um, and they're just like stacking up dudes because yeah, we yeah, haven't even talked yeah. about Yusuf Mugerbill, who transfers in from Florida. He's a guard. Um, you're doing a bit right now, <laughs> no. Mugerbill. Are you getting me? <laughs> Am I being not, punked right now? No, that's a real person. Stop it. Is this a Friday bit, Mugerbill? I don't believe you. Mugerbill. Yusuf Mugerbill or Mugarbill. This is. This is Transfer from Austria? Transfer from Florida. <laughs> Whoa! The Gators. Um, and he was hyped I'm up. sorry, the Gators? Yes. Go Gators? Nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, Coach O would be a great fit down in this swamp. How's the comment way. section doing, Alyssa? Just so you guys know, our monitor Man, isn't working right now. Unsettling, okay. unsettling to not see ourselves. Just know we love you, comment section. Even we do. if you're hating I'll on fire, us, I'll fire it up. Comment section. Probably not hating on us though. Um, no, no, so, anyways, Tank at left tackle feels likely to me, but I don't even think he's he's pe he's sharpied in. At this point, I'm sharpieing in Van Wells, and I'm penciling in Tyler Brown, and everything else to me. I would also pencil in Savion Washington. Yeah. I tell you, watching this, uh, watching this tape to prepare for this, I was more impressed by Jack Bailey's tape on a play-by-play -play basis than I was Savion Washington. Interesting. Guy's got good feet, moves really well on these pulls, coming from that left guard spot. Really nice blocker at the second level. And he's got a half-decent anchor, even at 280 pounds. He's got broad shoulders. He carries it well. Then, you know, if you look at him, he's got this intimidating stash. He does. He and, does. And he then looks, he, he's a neck roll guy, man. So he absolutely looks the part of a road-grading mean streak guard. And that is something that people, uh, coaches covet. Yeah, he's got some real, like, uh, Willie Hernandez vibes to him. And just, like, looking at him and watching the little bit of tape that we got to watch between when we found out about this and when we came on this show, like, he has a little bit of fuck you in him. And that's worth something. It's certainly worth something. Mm -hmm. um, I just, like, this has all of a sudden become a great problem to have. Yeah. But also, like, what an intriguing battle there's going to be for five spots in the fall, and yeah, maybe some of these guys say, hey, I want in on this center comp because guard is so packed. Give me a shot. Yeah, and I really could see, like, Bailey starting on the left and Brown be moved to the right. Maybe there are fewer adjustments as a right guard in the Sean Lewis offense where you're not pulling as much, be moved as much, and you just can be a road grader. Tyler Brown was looking him up and watching a little stuff just to compare and contrast because I hadn't got into his Jackson State tape yet. It's listed as like 300 plus. He has so significantly bigger than Jack Bailey. He has slimmed down a lot. He since looks getting like to Colorado. Yeah. Uh, and really like, like, uh, you know, they call him rock. He's become more of a rock. He is, he's mm. built. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I think, I think he's still going to be the left guard. Interesting. Their tackles are really, really tall and long. Yes. Almost a little too tall on the left. Uh, 
it's just easier to get under those pads. Mm-hmm. I remember that being an eight solder problem back in the day. Yeah, and tank still looks um, a little bit. It's a word I'm looking for. Just raw. Yeah, he looks raw out there. Like he's pretty nimble footed for a guy who's listed, I think, at six ten. Um, but he needs to get stronger and tougher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put a little more weight in the pants, that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, Nicholas Braxton with a great comment saying, CU still needs another tackle, in my opinion. I think we kind of agree. I mean, there's a thousand guards and no tackles out here. So many guards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm looking. Jake Wiley, obviously. Um, and Right. And Wiley actually starting over Savion. So you like that. I mean. He, he, yeah, he was getting reps getting with the ones. You, yes, and that's yes. why I was saying yeah. uh that's why I was saying like I, I for a long time I thought Savion Washington is probably the best lineman, but for for whatever and you never know what happened. Maybe he showed up late that day, and I'm not making any accusations, but who knows the reason why yes, we saw yes. a lot of Jake Wiley on that day. Maybe he was a little for banged sure. up, whatever. I mean, Wiley was a coveted recruit when he was coming out. Um, he was. So, like, this... And he maybe has the perfect build, you know, not not too tall, not too stocky. But, that's the, right. but that's the point of uh, the spring. You know, test out what you got. Get You have leaders. You know, it's like uh, Thursday and Friday at the Masters. Gonna, you're going to get out, you're going to get a lead... But then fall camp rolls around, and that's Saturday and Sunday at the Masters. That's when you know the real uh, winners are going to show out, yep. and yep. you know these these decisions are going to be finalized. But this guard competition, oh Travis Gray also uh, a tackle. Um, okay, this guard competition just got spicy. Yeah, man, it's it's a lot of players in here, and now you add Landon Beebe to the mix, and you can theorize and and read between the lines and make guesses as to why certain like why did they go get jake wiley to the or sorry jake bailey goodness gracious that is tough jack wilty jake wiley jake bailey are you kidding me and then you added landon bb to the mix (laughs) that's what threw me off so why did they go why did they go get jake jack jack bailey jack bailey Bailey, why did they do that did coach o'boyle say hey I need someone I can trust more. Uh-huh. Did he reach out to Colorado and say, hey, uh, you know, I'm in the transfer portal. I'd love to come there because I love those coaches. And they said, all right, well, let's bring in the depth. What What was the reasoning for this? We don't know. But what led them to bring in the neck roll to Colorado, the neck roll and stash to Colorado. And you can never have too much offensive line depth other than Preach. probably running back. Maybe even more than running back, it's a place where you are going to have dings all season long. For sure, man. And I mean, the trick to not having issues on the O line is depth and being able to develop the next guy coming through next year. That's how you build elite programs. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. All right. Uh, anything else that you want? You watched a little uh, of Jack. Anything, anything yeah, else that you Jack, took away? Right. Holy sh! Once we threw Jake in the mix, Jake Wiley threw me off more than Jack Wilty. <laughs> Jack Bailey, um, 
No, I mean, as I said, those feet are impressive. He was asked to move a lot. That's that Sean Lewis offense. They're always moving guys. And he really can get on the second level and maul you. Um, so you got some maulers on the inside. You got some stocky, like, guys who are going to be hard to get off their spots. And then you got the length to hopefully keep those edge rushers at bay on a quick offense, you know. And uh, By interesting my to watch. Highly unofficial count. Highly unofficial count. I believe they're now up to 96. 96 scholarship players. Wow. Um, I think I just counted 20 offensive linemen. And I've never With been Landon one. Landon Beebe in the mix. One, two, three, and four, Isaiah five, Jada. six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. But Jake, I do not see Jack Bailey on this list, so that's 20. <laughs> 20. Wow. 20 offensive linemen. Probably some of these guys are going to have to go somewhere. I mean, it goes back hey. to that right now speech. We got it. Yeah, we, got we got it. We got it our goes, uh, comment section back. We it goes you guys. back to that right now speech yesterday. I mean, like, guys are being put on notice and... Even dudes who've come in since Coach Prime's been here, like, you know, how is Jack Wilty feeling right now? Who himself transferred here? I know. Who's the Snow College kid you were telling me about? What was his name? Jada. <laughs> Jada. Yeah, like, Wait, I don't know, I think man. he might have been South I It's going to be a so many guys. crazy competition. Also, crazy shout out the homie Neely checking in on a Friday. Hell yeah. Way to go. Let's go, Neil. Again, just been pumping Happy out incredible, Friday. incredible content. I'm uh, behind content on some videos. I gotta on, catch on his up. channel. So make sure you go check it out. The Jimmy Horn one was fantastic. Um, okay. Poof. So there you go. The offensive line is packed, and probably there's still more to come because, like we mentioned, tackle, you could certainly stand to add a couple tackles or at least one. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you can never not get better, you know. It's uh, and I do think Tank Savion, you can add a little there. Incredible, and so also Coach Prime doesn't lie, and he said they've only gotten started on the transfer portal. To our guy Neely, he said yeah. that, and so it's coming. We uh, like we are <laughs> we believe him, certainly believe him. Yes, his so, track record makes it so that we must believe him. What up, Big Teasy? All this offensive line talk makes me want a Breck Brew. It's a Breck Brew Friday. Wow. That's how you're wired, huh? Yep. I love that. I mean, Great offensive stuff. line talk, you know, you're thinking of like Bill O'Boyle and his Man. big mustache. You're just like, yes, yeah, it's time for a beer. So true. It's so true. This really <laughs> is the time of year. Jack Bailey with his like pirate stash. It just feels <laughs> right. It's like the sun's back and we start to miss football again, you know? It's right when strawberry sky season lines up with us missing football again in April. Look at this comment from Neely. He says the, the spring game will be like an NFL preseason game. Players will also be auditioning for other schools via the portal. It's a really good point. It's on ESPN. Incredible. And the, and the portal Incredible, technically man. opens up in May. So it's kind of like your last chance. And... You have to imagine the Kent states of the world are tuning into that and saying, okay, well, they took two of our offensive linemen. 
which of these guys right. are going to hit the portal that we can use to replace, you know? Uh, so a really, really good point. Anyways, Breck Brew, uh, Breck, Breck Brew Friday. Brew Use Friday. the Breck Brew Locator, breckbrew.com slash beer locator to find the nearest Breck Brews to you. The new RK special, half juice drop IPA, half strawberry sky. Sounds yummy. Loved by many, hated by former Bronco Shelby Harris. Wow. That's good. <laughs> Hopefully future, future Bronco, Bronco again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also a shout out to Fubo TV. Wow. Fubo TV is awesome. What can Fubo do for you? A lot. Yeah, you can watch Nuggets games as they embark in a historic playoff run. Let's all hope. Uh, you can watch Avs games as they peak at just the right time. Mm. Landy's going to come back. Yeah, he is. Landy coming back for the playoffs will be so sick. And then it's the wire gif, like. Put it out that we're official. We're we're we're, we're we up. We up. We yeah. Up. We back up. Um, Fubo TV though. That's where you can do it. Yes. So get to fubotv.com/dnvr and you get fifteen percent off. It's a sick deal. Crazy. That is a sick deal. Crazy. All right. So they have ESPN. You can watch the spring game on there. You can watch the spring Woo. game on there. Of course you could. Wow. Absolutely. Um, the comments are saying that the transfer portal opens back up April fifteenth. This is where we miss Jake. In one of many ways that we miss Jake. He's but much more on top of the notable this is dates. why Jake timed his vacation such. So that the portal could open back up. He's refreshed. <laughs> he got all his twerking done, you know, and he's right back at it. <laughs> Yesterday you said, we've got a company full of twerkers. <laughs> Someone in the comments <laughs> quoted you and said, that's crazy. It's <laughs> so awesome. Um, oh, God. It's okay. outstanding. So April 15th is when it opens back up. Again, just even more. The fact that it's open and people could be hitting it at any moment. They'll probably want to stay on for the spring game for exactly the point that Neely made. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, I don't know how you even divide up the reps, but that's it's for them to figure really out. Spelled that out. It's well, like an NFL preseason game. And we are getting media availability with Coach Prime tomorrow, so maybe he will talk a little bit more about um, what the setup is. We have theorized on this show that it's going to be ones-on-ones, twos-on-twos, threes-on-threes, fours-on-fours, and so on. In yeah. practice, they've only been going to threes, so maybe that's all, that's all we'll get. They'll create a scoring system of what stops are worth, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Caleb ducking buzz in the chat. That'd be amazing. He's from Mississippi State. Wide receiver, 6'5", 200 pounds. Wow. Is he related to Joel Embiid? <laughs> That's so good. It's a deep cut. That's really good. That's <laughs> really good. Because he was ducking yep. Nikola Jokic. Yep. Um, wow. I would love that. I mean, there's going to be a big receiver coming. Is it Shane Hooks? Is it ducking? Is it someone else? Who's to say? There will be I I Stay tuned. would almost be willing to guarantee there will be a six five or six four plus receiver added to this roster. Wow. Save that clip. Mark the timestamp. Okay. So again, we talked about the offensive line competition. That is going to be a hell of a competition. Uh-huh. Um and then there's some other competitions that intrigue me highly. So I want to start with you, Dre. What what is the if 
Is offensive line the number one most intriguing to you? If not, uh, what is number one? Gosh, I I love O line play. You know me. You love splits. <laughs> I do, man. I do. <laughs> um, I, I love some good uh, run gap talk. But no, no, I don't think that's the most intriguing competition right now. So what is? It's wide receiver safety, Ryan. It's wide receiver safety. I think you're leaving out a good one. Kicker? I did consider. <laughs> Kicker is crazy, bro. I'm Kicker with you. exciting. Um, Number three corner? Are you talking about that? Corner? I was talking about, I was thinking of corner, yeah. Um, but let's start a wide receiver. Well, for starters, if the tall wide receiver you're claiming is coming, yikes, we're in trouble because we're going to have to make more space if jordan tyson comes back healthy yikes how are we going to get reps in for him uh if travis hunter is playing a lot of time on offense holy cow like uh, weaver's coming um you know jimmy horn's first guy to get his number montana lamonius craig is in the mix there is seven true freshmen i think dylan edwards is going to get a lot of touches in the <laughs> passing game you know like Zico's not a blocking tight end. He's a receiving tight end. Like, at a certain point, I'm sure Shadur could throw with both hands, but they don't allow that in <laughs> they football. They only allow one ball. They only allow one ball. And how are all these guys going to be content? And how are you going to make this uh, offense operate with all these options? <sighs> It's an interesting one for sure. Yeah. But the thing about receiver that makes me not put this one up quite as high is you can just constantly rotate receivers all year long. So Caleb Mathis. It's like Jimmy in on one play and then Travis is in on the next play because Jimmy ran 60 yards down the field. And you're just like all these. Mm -hmm. If you if you can mm -hmm. cut it, you're going to play. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, if Travis, you know, Travis is going to get in there a lot and probably never get cycled out unless they're just saving him right. for defense. Right. Same thing with Jimmy Horn. But like Montana Lamonius Craig, he plays an interesting role right now that I wonder if that gets kind of swooped up by the bigger receiver that comes in. Um, but he's still going to play. So I, I knocked that one down a little bit. Jordan Tyson, we just don't know. I mean, he he got hurt at the end of the season last year. I know. I so know. you know, it's if he probably, does that, it's probably a, lot, a gray shirt year. Well, they still uh, do gray medical shirts? red shirt. Gray shirt is when you don't actually join the team. So it's like you like essentially take a gap year after high school, but you're committed and you're like in the system, but it doesn't it doesn't count. Why not just start your eligibility clock the next year? That's what you do. So then you, when you I know, graduate, why you're like didn't waste your gray shirt? Like, I'm just chilling. I don't need to enroll in college. I'm just chilling at home. Yeah, just getting work with the dungeon family. Yeah, I just, like, put me in the 25 class, you know? I'll see you then. So I think there is a new... <laughs> that was a fun side trip. Interesting competition. New position comp just dropped yes. in a way. Offensive guard. No. The QB2. Dylan Edwards 
can't stop making big plays in practice. Dang. He can't stop. Uh, and, and it was Bucky yesterday when he had his second big long run of the day that went for a touchdown who was just running over to him saying, it's every day with you. It's every day. If the dude's just going to break big runs like one out of every three times he touches the ball, then you're just not going to be able to, to keep him off the field. And, 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 you know, you can whine about size and all this, that, and the other thing. And I think the original plan was to use him. I hate the word gimmick because it, I feel like it, it, it discredits how good a player really is. But, you know, a specialty player, right? You're more manufacturing plays for him than just him lining him up and playing the matchup and letting him get, it, get open, essentially. Yep. But in the last week or so, maybe two weeks, he has really come on as a running back, not just a track star with a football hand, yeah. football yeah, yeah, in his yeah, hand. Yeah. Um, he just keeps breaking big runs. So I just... I just don't know if if he keeps running the ball like that, like he might end up being the starting running back. Again, you're going to work all these guys in just like wide receiver. Yeah. But the kid is definitely the most talented member of that room. Pedigree-wise. He's, he's very clearly mature beyond his years. Yeah. And he's Filling learning to become a running back. Mm -hmm. Again, I'll point to Deuce Vaughn. In college, you can be a small running back who plays like a, a bell cow i don't think that's the plan but plans change when you're a touchdown threat every time you get the ball mm -hmm. in your hands yeah and i mean cavassier smoke is going to be really interesting to see i still think hankerson and Dion smith can give you some good stuff we're big jaylee stacks guys and charlie offered all breaking out you know having a nice little spring certainly helps Add some intrigue to to this group. There's just nowhere close the volume of competition that I illustrated at wide receiver. And newsflash, you can Bro, rotate your even, running backs too, right? We haven't even talked about porn star, Hank. Yeah. Our boy Jaylee Stacks. Yeah. Deion Smith has been hurt. Yeah, no. I I think Victor Victor Vanden might have some staying power here. But that's not even the most intriguing to me. It's corner. And any any of these that involve Travis Hunter create an interesting uh wrinkle, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like it's not as like Travis Hunter is wide receiver one right now. Yeah. But does that it's not as black and white as it normally would be where it's like, okay, if you're wide receiver one you're wide receiver one. If you're mixing him between offense and defense, that means wide receiver one is open a certain percentage of the time, which yeah, like, then sure. we kind of expect Jimmy Horn to just elevate into that uh -huh. role. But then that opens up another spot behind him. So that creates such an interesting thing. And I feel the same way about corner. So you've got Nico, who's who's absolutely going to play. Uh, yeah. You have Kendrick Breedlove, who you love. Yep. You have Tavion Beasley coming over from Jackson. Yep. You have Cormani McLean. We saw get an interception, Beasley. Beasley, yep. Uh -huh. And you have Cormani McLean, the highest rated corner in the country, coming to join this group in the fall. Yeah. That's a lot of players for not a lot of positions. And 
I'll combine this competition with the safety competition because it's really a competition It'll for trickle five out. spots. It'll trickle out. Yep. A lot of the time, maybe not all the time, but in the Pac-12, you're going to be putting five defensive backs on the field a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really a competition for five defensive back spots out of, you know, so let's go through the corners. One in Nico, two Travis, three Tavion Beasley, four Breedlove, five and Cormani. five Cormani. So there's five corners there. Then you have Trevor Woods, Miles Slusher, Cam Silman Craig. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeremy Mack. Yeah, eh, no. And Jaden Mill Milliner Jones, who's a, who's a true freshman coming in. And, of course, how could we forget? We couldn't. Shiloh Sanders. Ten players. That And we're only just talking about the guys it's who are right in the mix. Yeah. Because Shiloh hasn't transferred in yet. Does that Ten make 97? For five spots. What? Does that put us at 97, Shiloh? Oh, I don't know if we've been counting <laughs> Shiloh in terms of the scholarships. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. Got to thin it out. Um, safety, much more interesting. At the end of the day, the corner, you know your preferred three to four. It's it's, yes, the, everything it's the two freaks on the outside. And then it's Breed Love, who should be the first alternative to Travis. Could be Nico. You're sleeping on Nico. Basically, Breed Love, Nico are your three fours. That's your nickel and dime. Carter Stoutmeyer is another... Uh, Another guy that you have to consider in the uh, corner room. Yeah, right. Came in uh, freshman, right? Yep, another freshman. Yeah, and then um, it gets really interesting at safety, especially if some of these, you know, walk-ons that I took looked, thought looked intriguing against the ones at <laughs> practice. It's true. Have any sort of same power. Ben Finiseth. Uh-huh. Caught your eye. Oh. I believe Simeon Harris had an interception that day. Yeah, he did. He did. I thought he was a corner, right? Listed at safety. Yeah. So it is crazy. And yeah, Jordan Wolverton, he went the Sam Neuer route, was a walk-on quarterback who became a safety. Love that. Apparently Love has that. a cannon. Um and then headache CEO. Yeah. Um I don't know. But that depth seems like well, and you're going to... It's the depth Sometimes of it's going to be three corners. Sometimes it's going to be three safeties. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you there's still the 10 big guys that we're talking about for five. I know, but that depth seems more reasonable for your secondary going into a Pac-12 season than how many options they have at wide receiver or even how many options they have with those 20 offensive linemen. Yeah. I want to be a fly on the wall for the conversations between Coach Prime Sean Lewis and Charles Kelly about how they're going to split reps with Travis. I know. Because, like, if I'm Charles Kelly right now, every every day that, like, the defense loses practice, I'd be like, well, yeah, you guys had Travis and right. we didn't. Yeah. Now, that's not how he, he approaches it, I'm sure. No, no. Internally, I would be like, well, yeah, we have – you have our number one corner playing against – our corners. Yeah, I mean, he swings things pretty significantly, I'd say. He's the highest rated player on the team. Did you still want to touch on some Big 12 stuff? We've been going a while, huh? Yeah. Oh. No, we got time. Yeah, not a, um, not crazy long. Just want to make sure that we didn't miss any good battles. I mean, 
Edge is interesting, but I think all of those guys are going to play quite a bit. It's not deep enough to think, oh, someone's going to be an odd man out here. No. We talked OL. We talked running back. Quarterback is the furthest thing from a competition. And Edge, much more natural depth because the starters are going to be your senior transfers. And, like, the backups are the juniors. Like, it's much more natural depth. The comments want me to remind you that's Headache Gang CEO. I just call him Headache CEO? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy we'll get there someday we'll get there remember this is a guy who can't really remember anyone's name i let alone their nickname i've gone so name blind it's <laughs> it's rough it's really rough all right so i say this regrettably oh no because i don't like the source oh gosh uh but Jason Jason Shear <laughs> of Good for you getting the some name wrong U of A outlet uh-huh. uh, reported that the Big Twelve met with Colorado for five hours within the next within the last couple weeks. They had the call me Sally. Oh, so you think it was a call? No, no, they they met in person. Oh, okay, sure. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, I don't know about the source, but. Let's live in a world for a few minutes here. We don't have to spend a lot of time on this. Where this is this true. The fact that there's direct contact is a lot more than just like a little rumor here or there. Uh -huh. um, and I've said this before, but Rick George is going to turn over every rock. And he's going to have every conversation. And he's going to do what he believes is the best thing for the University of Colorado in the end. Yeah. Uh, and so... I love hearing this, and I feel like it should put a little pressure on the Pac-12 to get their shit together. Although, if they haven't figured out that they need to get their shit together already, yeah, then I don't know if they can be helped. Yeah. I mean, there's a new commission place. You'd think they'd know. It's intriguing, and there's a lot of buzz that um, basically, you know, the, the buzz we've been hearing all along, the four corner schools from the Pac-12 are where the Big 12 is most intrigued, and tapping into and there was even some stuff we were reading on tv contracts becoming kind of official per espn and fox and the big 12 side if they were to add some of these schools um and also san diego state and yukon kind of bantied about which i saw that on the timeline a lot like oh now the pac-12 has to add San Diego State. Just so, just a reminder, when we're talking conference realignment, basketball is meaningless. Does not matter. Yep. And like I said, UConn who, football is who, who horrible. Knows, oh my god. Who knows how true Jim this? Jim Mora bringing him well, back they, to Folsom. They uh, they had a good season last year. Jim Mora, man. Yeah. Yep. Put the word out. He's back up. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. Like I said, who knows on the source? It's just an interesting thing to discuss for a second here. Uh, but Connor Johnson, who is trying to hold on to the Pac-12, like oh. if you're trying to like hold water in your hands, yes, that's what yes. he's trying to do with the Pac-12. Yeah, is, is upset that we're talking about this. I know. Sorry, Connor. I know. Because <laughs> then once the four corner schools go, regardless of what those remaining teams actually on the Pacific Coast want to do, it's time to move on with your life. Absolutely. There's talks of them contacting CSU. 
to keep that Denver market? Oof. Oof. The Pac-12? Oof. Oof. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, Pac-12, what are you doing to us? That would be My actually goodness. hilarious, to be honest. Um, It'd be amazing. That said, the Big 12, if you added those schools, would become a proper basketball conference. I don't know about football. I have more optimism the on the football The Big 12 is already side. a proper basketball conference. No, I know, but then you add Arizona yeah. and CU. Yeah, Arizona, Arizona State. A fake blue blood, but yes, a good basketball school. Utah, which ass, but yeah, yeah, for sure. They've had their moments. They'd be the pow- They'd be the blue blood of the Big Twelve in football instantly. <laughs> Utah. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, let's give a shout out to Shady Rays. It Shady Rays season is upon us. It is. It is beautiful out today. I, we walked out to go to Jimmy oh John's. Gosh. And I was like, oh, you don't even need a hoodie on right now. But um, we did need some shady rays. But you did rays. need some yeah. shady rays because yeah. it was blindingly sunny out there. Uh, so make sure you go over to Shady Rays and use the code DNVR. You can even use it in person at their Cherry Creek location. Um, but the code DNVR gets you two for one on sunglasses, which is an incredible, incredible deal. All of their polarized designs all of these things so yeah, they're great uh, make sure you get your shady rays and also a shout out to the american raptors the american raptors are dope because they are hitting the transfer portal but not from college to college they're hitting the sport to sport transfer portal it's incredible trying to pull in transfers from Coach the football Prime world would love them probably oh my gosh we need to tell them about the the american raptors like they take these guys who are elite competitors but uh-huh. maybe not uh, elite in their sport of choice, their original sport of choice, almost made it in the NFL. You almost made it in, you know, uh, hockey, wherever yeah, it may yeah. be, but you're a tough son of a gun and you like to compete. You come and play for the American Raptors Oof. and they try to teach you the game of rugby and put together a squad that can eventually become a feeder squad for the U.S. national rugby team. It's a really cool story um, and it's awesome that they play right here in our backyard just down the road in Glendale, John Morant's favorite city in Colorado. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so uh, check out the American Raptors. Their games are free. You can watch their games for free on AmericanRaptors.com. Wow. Um, and we appreciate their support. We sure do. All right. What do we got to hear from the comments today, Alyssa? All right. Happy Friday to you all, comment section. From Marquise. Uh, RK, do you know if the team is having a full scrimmage tomorrow? I feel like that's when the coaches will get to really evaluate the team during game simulations. Could you make the screen a little bigger for us? I do not know. Um, and also, as far as I know, not open, but they have changed that at the last second for us before. So fingers crossed. Um, wow. Because it's like, hey, if we're going to drive up to Boulder on a Saturday, it'd be cool if you could let us watch some practice. But yeah, yeah. that's my selfish thinking. They're like, we're letting you talk to Coach Pratt. That's enough for you. Would be nice, though. Would be nice. Would be nice. Would be nice. Don't know if it's a scrimmage, though it would make sense um, at this stage of the spring to have a, a scrimmage based on what I've seen from other coaching staffs. Okay. That'd be dope. Only 140 likes. Let's get to 200 today from Angela. What up, Angela? Uh, Angela. RK Andre, CP is going to target Bama, Georgia, LSU, et cetera. Number twos for D-line and O-line help. Uncle Luke gave this idea to Coach Prime. 
I mean, why wouldn't you? Incredible. Angela always bringing it. Yesterday, she spelled out my name as Andre. She's already caught on, and I'm just right now. Let's go. It's amazing. Let's Thank go. you, Angela. Um, man, those trenches in the SEC are just so different. It's the biggest yeah. reason yeah. why when an SEC team plays a Pac-12 team, they usually beat that ass. Yeah, for sure. And so uh, if you can get a guy a who's difference. a four-star recruit mm -hmm. who is behind a five-star recruit and he wants to play somewhere and he can play for Coach Prime in Boulder, make it happen. Yeah, 100%. Um, also, uh, just make a lot of sense. William Davis, shout-out to DNVR from South Carolina. Let's go. Our guy. South Carolina checking in. I saw Jamaica checking in in the comments last night. No. Yeah. Awesome. Worldwide. Indeed. Coach Prime is worldwide. He sure is. All right. From Connor Johnson. Are y'all worried that Sean Lewis's offense is too complicated? Nope. I think it's the opposite of complicated. Sim it's simple. It so, Connor, it's it looks complex. And it's got a little w window dressing on it for opposing defenses to adjust for, for the players themselves to play in really easy. It's complicated maybe for the wide receivers. Yep. yep because yep, it's yep. just not simply, hey, you're running a nine on this play. Hey, you're running a post on this play. Hey, you're running a dig. You're running a comeback. It's depending on where the defense is playing you run and run to where you're open you know right um and it, it requires the quarterback and the wide receivers to really be on the same page but no one's going to make sure of that more than Shador Sanders and so there are complexities to it but it really is simple whatever the defense is running tells you exactly what to do I think it's probably more diversified for the O-linemen like uh you know, it's not one of these air raid systems where you're never even getting in a stance and you pass block for two seconds and that's it. But I actually think that helps you stay engaged in the game the whole time. You know? Yep. Uh, and Connor says, simple yet fast. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's it's very much... Uh, oh, you have no... You don't have a lot of time to think, so you better know what's up because you're getting to the line and as Tyler Brown told us, they're just like yelling a couple words at the line and you know you got to know what that means for you right for just so you guys know in the west the traditional west coast offense the play calls are like books because it is the job of the quarterback to tell every single guy exactly what they're doing via the play call that's where you hear like slot right x zebra double this that mm -hmm. y banana Etc. 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 On and on and on and on and on because they're telling them every everyone what to do. In this system, you have to know what you're supposed to do based on a couple words. So in the NFL, they've uh, for a long time the NFL believed it should be on the quarterback. The quarterback should be the smartest player on the team, and he shouldn't remember the whole entire offense and what it means for everyone, so everyone can do it. But as you saw last year with the Denver Broncos. Sometimes that causes confusion and delay of games and all of that. Yeah. College tries to make it a lot easier on the quarterbacks um, but by also putting a little more responsibility on each player to understand what their job is based on the call. Great breakdown. All right. Next question. Sean Camp, the homie. Do you all think they'll go after another TE to combine with Zico for 12 personnel or do you think Fourier can blossom into that? 
Yeah, uh, Coach Brew had some nice things to say about Caleb Fourier, who unfortunately is hurt right now. Um, yeah. So just said, like, man, I'm really excited for him. Mm -hmm. I also think Yelverton uh, has a a path to the field because of his trust with Coach Prime and Shador Sanders. Obviously, he has to earn it, mm -hmm. um, but I think it, it helps that familiarity. Eric Olson was running with the twos. Colorado kid. Yeah, Eric Olson had, you know, kind of come on a little bit late last season. So I I think as we talked it out, the answer to his question might just be yes. Yes. Yeah. That's where I was gonna get yeah. to. Yeah. I would love just a big bruiser. Yep. That's the other thing. Just this O line is ready to play some big boy football. These running backs, they're ready to play some big boy football. You know Shadur's ready. Maybe some tight ends that can counter the receiving prowess with some big boyness to themselves. And just go, yeah, and just go essentially be a sixth offensive lineman. Sounds great to me. Like I said uh, on the tight ends day. Eric Gilbert found a home, the Georgia yeah, tight end. Yeah, he did. Oh, darn, darn, darn. I want to say it was Nebraska, to be honest. Um, Gross. I don't know that for sure. I hope I'm wrong. What? Um, I would love, like, Sean Lewis will literally run a tight end tackle counter. Yep. Which is sick. But you got to have a guy to go do it. And, and I think Zico um, on the move, I think he could make an impact as a blocker, especially on smaller players. But that's not what, what you brought him here to do. And I know Brew says he doesn't want two down tight ends or whatever, but you also don't want to ask guys to do things that they're not they weren't brought here to do like yeah yeah zico's here to catch passes damn straight all right what do we got next for what it's worth i do like uh caleb fourier yeah big time i mean like jake wiley highly touted coming in yeah they wouldn't have got him if he if his dad wasn't a legend at cu who was part of some of the great cu teams of all time mm -hmm. yep christian fourier look him up beast uh, D Lee, after seeing the last couple of practice videos, do you guys get the feeling you may see an influx of more physical linebackers from the portal to complement Bentley and JB? Linebacker is an interesting one. Yep. I I gotta know what what Demoy uh, Kennedy's health is. If there's any sort of question, really not even about him being ready for the season, but him him being ready for fall camp. Yep. Then I would be worried about the depth of the position. Yep. And again, 100%. I look at jeremiah brown as an edge guy more than an off-ball linebacker for sure now you can play him in there and do like micah parsons things with him where you line him up inside and bring him at the quarterback yeah but he, his strength is getting after the passer and getting off the line of scrimmage right um and so right now it's like levante bentley and we'll see who else is on this list um give me one second you know marvin ham uh, mm -hmm. Mr. Williams, Aubrey Smith, Isaac Hurtado. Not, I mean, not a lot of guys. No, that. Oh, it's why Bentley and um, your guy Kennedy. were such huge additions. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Now, in in the portal, or sorry, in the freshman class, you have Morgan Pearson, who Jake and I kind of like fell in love with watching his tape, uh -huh. uh, and Kofi Taylor Barracks, the Londoner. Love it. Probably Crystal Palace guy. <laughs> 
another one we'll have to find out about Whoa, when he gets guys, here. Stay tuned. Um, so yeah, I think adding there, especially if there's any question about Des Moines Kennedy's health and readiness, is pr- almost no, that'd be concerning. Dude. Essential. Yeah, it is. But because JB really is key to that edge rotation. I love him there. Yeah, and I mean he definitely he can do some off ball stuff. Yes, like he yes. can be some. He can do some Kenneth Murray, Nick Benito type stuff for you. Linebackers at Oklahoma the last couple of years. Um, Gerard D was asking about the new O-lineman from Kent State. Just rewind to the start of the show. We did all of segment one. on. So that was kind of sassy, Dre. No, no sass. No sass. <laughs> I, so many comments have come through since that I, I, don't, I don't remember. <laughs> Big surprise. I can't remember the name. Shocking. Yeah. Yeah. That is God. that is shocking. Why? <laughs> um also please more likes. Like uh Jake's gonna bully me when he comes back from twerking for ten days. <laughs> it's true. Please. From Sloan. How long will it take the new guys coming in to jive with the group that's already there? That's always the question. Um I remember back in the day, like Kansas State was like the transfer capital of the Big Twelve. And like that was the thing we always said. Well, like, oh, those guys just aren't gonna gel. I just, I think in today's day and age in they football, gelled. everything is in flux twenty four seven. You just kind of, kind of get in and fit in. Yeah. How, how do we? How do we think JUCOs figured it out? You know. How do you think uh, college hoops in Can the I era? See how sassy he's <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> need a banana? Or something? I, I do. <laughs> I've been banana list for two days. It's absurd. Um, yeah. Stop <laughs> commenting on my sass. I'm to make a good point. Here. You were sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt um, you. It'd probably make you more sassy. I to- I totally forgot what we were talking about. It's my problem. <laughs> I'm so uh, I also out forgot what we were talking about. Uh, Sloan, what was the last so question? Sorry. It was from Sloan and poor, poor. Oh, oh, oh the new yeah. guys gelling. Jeez. They're all so new. They're so new. If anything, the new guys are the guys who were retained and they need to gel with all the new guys that have come in. I know. I know. So it's hard to say. It's just so much in flux right now. And it is a new year of college football where. Teams just are turned over and a lot more big TZ, <laughs> damn it. Um, you know, the cha- roster changeover from year to year is going to be way bigger than it was back in the day. And that's where I think Coach Prime has a real advantage. I think Coach Prime was built for this. He was born for this. He knows how to adjust to new changing groups. You know what I feel like is more of a, a what would be more cutting than sassy? What? Fussy. Fussy, yeah. Because that's yeah, what you say about like, like a toddler who yeah. didn't get their way. Like, ah, he's being fussy today. Vel asking if we can get a mashup with uh, the three of us. Yes. Um, we might just have to. I might, I've might. i enjoyed myself so much, I might just force my way onto the show once or twice a week <laughs> from here on. I, I think... Uh, I think uh, You're about it? I would love that, yeah. Beautiful. I love three-man shows. I think three-man shows yeah. are great. That's yeah. what I do on the Broncos every day. Um, and it's fun to have a couple different people's opinions to bounce off of and maybe some more uh, dissent. Yeah. Jake would know all the names I don't. Yeah. I just add more ball knowledge to the group, you know? There we go. What a matchup. Yeah, that, that'll be fun. We'll, we'll definitely do that for sure. <laughs> Sassy Dre versus uh, no hat Jake. What I will say, uh, Easy says, Dre jive-hiving it up. Not true, but that was a very... Uh, 
jive hive moment of us to talk about something and then immediately forget what we were talking about <laughs> yes, within yes, seconds. Yes. It's too much today. A lot has gone on, guys. I've really been. I, I've I've had it from all all angles, and it's been it's been hard to focus on Jack Bailey tape. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. Lots going on. All right. Uh, still got a couple more here from the homie Nicholas. Where do you rank the CU receiving core compared to the other Pac-12 teams? That's like a whole segment probably because it would require me to go through and look at all the depth charts. Who's here? Who left? Like the one that I know is is USC. USC, yep. Arizona's going to, you know, still but have Arizona some talent. Got, Arizona's players they just went poached. to USC. Yeah, yeah. But I think they, they retained at least one of those guys though. Okay. And they've, and they've had some talent influx. But, yeah, I think those are the two that stand out. And then, yes, I'd have to kind of dig in and study yeah. up. That's a good idea, though, to That's go through um, before the season starts. Yeah. All right. Uh, Norcon says, what is Jordan Tyson's actual injury? I always read lower leg, but what specifically? Torn ACL. A classic. Story as old as time, a torn ACL. You guys don't know how sad it was. Because Jordan Tyson was the only thing worth watching on offense last season. Literally one of one. Yeah. And it was like, oh, like, okay, this sucks. Everything sucks. We're going to lose every game by 30 or 40. But at least we're seeing Jordan Tyson turn into a star before our eyes. And then he gets the ball against Oregon, tries to make a cut. Game over. It was a rough season. Man. After, in the same season. game, he had gotten behind future top 15 pick. Christian Gonzalez for like a 75 yard touchdown. Bummer. Damn shame. Huge bummer. Yep. All right. 175 likes. Come on. We can get 25 before this thing is over. Sloan says, RK, I just rewatched the show and Prime got to see you. You were so relieved and excited. What a few months. Sco buffs. Relieved no and excited idea. is a <laughs> great way of describing the way I felt in those moments. Well, and the relief is twofold. One relief was, oh, my God, Colorado football is back. I've been waiting almost my entire life for this. The other relief was, oh, my God, we actually got him. I've been hearing this rumor for so long, and every day my hopes got higher and higher and higher. And I was trying to emotionally protect myself by not letting my hopes get higher and higher and higher. Because mm -hmm. when everything's been going wrong for you as a fan of a team for so long, you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. So... I was sitting there being like, all right, I think we're getting, like, it was like, we might get Coach Prime, too. I think we're getting Coach Prime, too. We're getting Coach Prime, but I, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to feel comfortable with this until the ink on the contract is dry. So the relief was just like, I can stop stressing about this now. We're actually something, we can have nice things. And even then, I'm not sure you understood to what an extent this would change everything. No, we've talked about it before, but I knew the immediate impact on recruiting. I knew the immediate impact on the fans. I certainly didn't know how many amazing people would be following Coach Prime to Colorado, literally in terms of, you know, Bucky and Neely. And uh, well, obviously you knew Bucky was going, but Neely and Darius yeah. and some of those other cool people that we've met in the training staff and everything. Yeah. The but roster also, itself. Also digitally, like yeah. all the people yeah, that have yeah. come along for the ride with us. I, I certainly did not expect that and that's been one of the most 
rewarding and and fun parts of these last few months but yeah relieved and excited um and emotional that day was jake and i were sitting here we're like we're gonna go live the second that they announce it and we just sat here all day waiting for it to happen i think it was like brett mcmurphy or one of those guys had it and we're like let's go hit the live all right anything else From Papa, just got word, more SEC dogs coming. I trust you more than Jason Shear. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And, uh, you know, just in time for Jake to get back. Yes, let's go. We need Jake here to give us the updates on who's top 247 we're in and, uh, oh God, you know, what player snuck through campus when no one was looking and all the good, so... Uh, Dre, are we good? Are we done? Uh, one more. Oh, one more. All right. Who scores first in the spring game? Give me Dylan Edwards. Wow. I'm on a big Dylan Edwards kick right now. Travis Hunter. Yeah. No new numbers announced? We haven't been there. But I guess we would see it in well-offs. Yeah. Okay. We'll see if 10 are added by next week, as you boldly claimed in one of these shows. Well, Coach... Bartoloni told us end of the week is when he asks if anyone earned their their stripes. Anyone anyone earned their number? So Travis today or tomorrow. and Dylan are getting theirs. Dylan getting one right away as a true sh- freshman would Shador? be awesome. Shador has to get his. Of course. But is he getting it I know that this week? People in the comments were like, what are you talking about? Jimmy Horn's the first to get his number. We already know Shador and Travis are uh-uh, two and twelve. And I was uh-uh. like, We know. We know. And we confirmed with Travis that he wants to be 12 the other day. But until it's on their jersey, Jimmy was the first one to get his number. So there you go. All right. 199. We're going to hit 200 by the, right now. We hit 200. Bang. Appreciate you guys. Bang. Uh, also, shout out to our producer, Alyssa, not Allie. Although Allie did come and help us out with some technical difficulties. So shout out you to her, her, too. Allie earlier? No, that's what someone in the comments oh no no Alyssa Alyssa um and shout out to you Dre this has been awesome thank you so much for filling in for Jake true blast and uh if the people want it we're absolutely gonna give them the three-man show okay okay we'll we'll get in the lab and study up on that we'll figure out a so we'll, we'll have that going probably next week appreciate you guys for tuning in enjoy your weekend we'll be actually up in Boulder talking to Coach Ryan tomorrow so make sure you stay tuned to the channel um but we'll talk to you soon Let's go buffs.